Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? Well, 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 look at this. Palmer treating his listeners with the respect they deserve by putting out an episode on fucking time, dude. My bad, dude. I think in three years, I've only put on an episode late like three times. So like one per year, one fuck up per year. I mean, hey, it's a solo operation, you know? I think I think everybody understand. Danny, what, what are you doing, dude? Don't just start a sentence that doesn't really have a clear path or destination. Hope you're going to wing it. Just don't even start the sentence, you fuck. You fucking fuck. Sorry, I swore. Sorry, I swear. I like swearing. Swearing's fun, you know? I try to swear in the first couple minutes to be like, okay. So people, when people are listening, they're like, this guy's, this guy's a little edgy. <laughs> he knows how to say the F word. Or as Judy Bloom calls it, the uh, un, the meaningless uh, word intensifier. She said that fuck doesn't mean anything. It just makes you, your, whatever you're saying, a little bit more, a little, oomph, little more oomph. You know, it's true. Like, what is, I mean, I guess fuck could mean having sex, but like, besides that, People use fucking like a trillion different contexts, you know? A fucking trillion, dude. It's fun to emphasize things with words, with other words. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, I have a point to make. I'm going to say that for it before I make the point. And then people will be like, wow, this guy's really serious. <laughs> Anywho, dude. Um, yeah, this past week, uh, I went up to um, Boston opening for Julio Gallarotti. He's very kind. lets me open for a lot of his shows. It's, he's so nice to me. And uh, we did Laugh Boston, which is right downtown by the seaport. Seaport? I don't know. The fucking play, the boat thing? I don't fucking know, dude. I'm not really keeping track of like specifics around certain neighborhoods. Except for the North End. The North End is very cool. Um, anyways, I'd never, been, I'd never set foot in the fucking building before. And then I ended up emceeing the show. And there were 300 people in the... Dude, 300 people? Julio, dude, he he's fucking blowing up. That Oops podcast that he does with Francis Ellis, dude. They have like millions of downloads. And then all these people are listening all over the country and then they're filling up rooms. It's crazy. It's not it's not crazy that Julio is filling up rooms. It's crazy that a podcast can grow and then just create these this like fucking entity that like fills seats and like, you know, I, I told Julio like we we did um Comedy Connection in Rhode Island. And the room is like pretty like full. It was like a sold out room, like for like several shows, like four fucking shows, dude. And I was watch I was watching the like wait staff, kind of like you know putting in orders and printing out checks. And I was like, Julia, you are a fucking business operation, dude. <laughs> you are a fucking enterprise. You have a, an economic ecosystem occurring in comedy clubs around the country. It's fucking crazy, dude. You know. And then there's the old Danny Palmer show. <laughs> I think I'm neck and neck with oops for downloads. You know, if we go back and forth. It's like, you know, it's like fucking uh, Ford and Chevy. You, you never know which one's going to be higher this year. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So I go to MC at uh, Laugh Boston. I'd, I'd never been in the building before. So I had to like acclimate myself to where things were, where the light was, this like sound booth. and like, you know, how, where do I walk out? What, what is the cue for me to go out? They play some music beforehand. Oh, and they played uh, Dirty Water. Muddy Water? Filthy Water. Something Water? The Boston song. Well, I love that dirty water. Huh, huh, Boston. And, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a cornball. I'll admit it, you know? So if I'm doing a show in Boston and I just got there and they play fucking Dirty Water right before I go out, I'm like, this is sick, dude. 
That's extremely sick. I would like to, for every time I perform in a city, for the song that people associate most with that city, for that to come on right before I come up, and then I just want like people to lose their shit. <laughs> oh my god, this guy's amazing. Oh wait, he has like 16 jokes, and he, he's forgotten half of them. <laughs> Anyways, I go out to the microphone, and 300 people, okay? So my mouth is dry. I was definitely nervous. You know, people say, oh, do you get nervous before you perform stand-up? Oh, yeah. Quite, quite nervous. Quite ill at ease. Especially if it's a big room and I haven't performed in before. And, you know, there's 300 people looking at you. That's just so many people. And Ricky Velez was on the show, too. Ricky and Julio are, like, my very good friends. And, you know, like, no pressure, Danny. Don't disappoint 300 people and your close friends. (laughs) So I got there. I grabbed the microphone and started to talk. And the mic just was off for a second. So I'm like looking at the mic, you know, I'm like looking at the mic to see if there's a on off switch and there wasn't an on off switch. And then I looked at the people in the front row and I was like, can you guys hear me? And they were like, no. And I was like, all right, cool. So I'm just going to go ahead and collapse on the stage. Um, if we could get somebody to kind of drag me off by my feet. Uh, and then somebody else will come out here and, and, and continue the show because I'm in a complete panic. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. It, the, it was the problem was solved within like five seconds. Uh, but you know, it's those moments in life when you're like, oh my dear God, things are collapsing. Wait, did you guys know that a, uh, a parakeet is a small parrot? (laughs) I don't know. I saw that on TV today. I was like, what? A parakeet is any one of many small to medium sized species of parrot in multiple genera, whatever the fuck genera are that generally has long tail feathers. I didn't know that dude. I thought a parakeet was like. A reg- the one type of bird, and then parrots are... So parakeets are just small parrots? Dude, that's crazy. I'm literally going to say that fact to everybody I come across this week, including anybody that listens to this podcast, anybody I encounter in person, you're getting the parakeet fact immediately. Also, pretty sick that this pod is coming out on the last day of May. Well, look at that. The fucking month of May, dude. Month of May song by Arcade Fire. The song is sick. And... uh Dude, Memorial Day, two days ago, not a holiday. Don't forget that. You can't post that in your Instagram story that New York City making the Empire State Building red, white, and blue shows how well New York dresses things up for the because it's not a holiday, okay? I don't know who, who would have possibly made that mistake in their Instagram story. Certainly not me. Certainly was taken down by whatever fucking miscreant put that up. Sorry. You know, and I was in um, Newport, Rhode Island for my cousin's wedding on Sunday before the day before Memorial Day. And then on Memorial Day, I was walking around Newport, Rhode Island. I'd never been there before with my parents. And there was a um, service going on at City Hall where they were honoring the veterans of, of wars. And it was really cool. You know, like the mayor was talking and they had people dressed up in like revolutionary war garb and civil war garb and like representing a lot of the uh, eras of, of American wars. And then they would say like, okay, the who here is in World War II? And one guy stood up. It was awesome. And then and then um, Korea and Vietnam. And then Iraq and Afghanistan. And then uh, also um, fucking Granada, Panama. But then they said the Cold War. And someone stood up. I just didn't understand that that was like considered. Because I thought that there weren't any like guns used in the Cold War. But maybe there were. Or maybe that that's not the accurate definition of what war is. I don't know. But I thought that was interesting. And it was cool to see that. Okay. Nothing inappropriate was said during that portion of the uh, Memorial Day discussion. Good job, Danny. Just just 
Move to the next topic, bro. Don't fuck it up now, pal. So my cousin got married in Newport. And then Saturday night, there was like the rehearsal dinner. And then there was a party. And then Sunday was the actual wedding. And there were like 160 people there. It was a lot of people. And I knew some. I probably knew like 20 people, mostly that were related to me. And some of my cousin's friends I know a little bit. But I had this thing like... I don't know. I guess I suck. Or maybe I could have like been more assertive. But I feel like the women at the wedding... And also, it's it's tough at a family member's wedding that isn't your immediate family, like your cousin. It's tough for me to discern which girls are with which guys. And then if you make a... If you do like a faux pas, you start hitting on some girl whose boyfriend or husband is with her, but not just like physically with her at that moment. And then anger that guy... And then that couple could be, likely is, you know, friends with your fucking cousin. And then that could cause this, like, problem. So I was, like, just kind of wary to, like, try to start chatting girls up just in case I fuck something up like that. And, you know, I didn't fuck that up. But there were a couple. There was a girl that, like, on Saturday night, the night before the wedding, there was this one blonde girl. And I was, like, just kind of, like looking at her and i don't know i think i talked to her but i can't can't remember but like i just i wrote it down a note in my phone for this podcast to 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 mention that her interest to me was zero point zero percent there's this uh soundbite on howard stern they use a lot and the guy goes zero point zero (laughs) and then this other girl on the night of the wedding i thought you know before the dinner she like was came up to me and was talking and like flipped her hair and her hair like hit my shoulder and I was like, oh, is that something? Is that a sign? No, it wasn't. <laughs> and then she showed like literally no interest in me the whole night. And we went out afterwards and it got down to like, I don't know, eight people, eight to ten people down the night. Nope. None. Just nope. Thanks for taking the fucking Amtrak up to Kingston, Rhode Island, and then getting a forty dollar Uber over to the Newport part of town. It's beautiful here. Hope you had a great time, but uh, these girls are just, it's a pass. It's a hard pass. (laughs) Fuck. Oh boy. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that my cousin had a beautiful day and has a great life. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Is that your political statement to make yourself look good after you're a true piece of shit? I'm not a true piece of shit, honey. Don't touch my panties. (laughs) What? Jesus. Why do you have to bring that up in the podcast? I don't know. I just felt like saying it. All right. Well, I love you. I love you too. That's my girlfriend. You haven't listened to the pod before. We we squabble a good bit. Also, dude, I read this article on the paper. This is completely insane. Apparently, octopus, octopi have bad dreams. What the fuck? First of all, they have three hearts. That's crazy. I guess two of the hearts are for the gills, and then one of the hearts is for the regular body. <laughs> the regular body. Wow. I should be a biologist. But they did these, like, I don't fucking know, dude. I didn't read the article that thoroughly. And I, I'm not going to, like, go back and pull up the article on my fucking phone, dude. I'm not going to look it up right now. You know, I just want to talk about the one simple fact that apparently octopus have bad dreams. That's crazy. I mean, it makes you think about my octopus teacher. Like, if they're using a dude as a, like, we- a weapon or, like, a strategy to trap prey because he uses the, the, the narrator guy to help trap some prey... Like, I could see them having bad dreams, you know? Having a bad dream, like, why is this guy down here so often? Is he trying to fuck me? Maybe that was a nightmare. Maybe that, no, that octopus is dead. I could eat more sharks eventually. 
Dude, the octopus getting eaten by sharks at the end of Octopus Teacher is really upsetting. <laughs> I think I almost cried. I'm like, are you crying over a fucking octopus, Danny? That's why I won an Oscar. Which Oscar did the my octopus teacher win? No idea. Also, uh, a friend of mine listens to the pod. She's very kind. She goes, I listened to your pod on my trip back to the city. I didn't know how to say this like skincare word. It's here, I'll say it wrong. Nyacha Namade Namide. She said it's pronounced niacinamide. 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 Ah, niacinamide. I love the smell of niacinamide in the morning. Uh, LOLOL. She says it does wonders in minimizing pores and improving texture and tone. Tone. Okay. I can see that your face would have texture. Got it. Makes sense. Tone. Is my face angry? Is my face jilted? Tone. That's like toner. You put tone on your face, and then your face says tone. <laughs> I'm an expert. Dude, I'm gonna, I want to be a fucking skincare uh, Instagram. What do you call those people? Influencer. I'm going to be a fucking skincare influencer, dude. And like Kylie Jenner is going to be like begging me for advice. I'm going to be like, no, dude. Stay out of my DMs, girl. I, I, I can see your outfits online. I don't need this. Oh, and I know this might... Well, no. I'm, I don't care. I have no shame in this. That Barbie movie coming out this summer, dude. The soundtrack of that is going to be fucking insane. First of all, Dua Lipa, my girl, her um, single or track from the movie is already out. It's great. Great dance hall fucking banger per usual. I was telling some friends today, I'm like, I was a little worried that this new album, when the fuck is her new album coming out? What if she wants to get away from that like kind of dance energy and do this like, you know, like Billie Eilish or Lady Gaga ballads situation? I'd be like, dude, come on. No, that's not you. Doesn't appear that that's going to be the case based on this fucking Barbie song. And Charlie XCX has one too. And Ava Max. Julio thinks that Ava Max is terrible. <laughs> I love her. It's the motto. <laughs> it's funny when you like really love a song and then you tell your friend about it and they're like, dude, I fucking hate that song. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, you're wrong, dude. Also, I know I don't really talk about current current events. And now the current events section of the Danny Palmer show. Current events are for losers, bro. <laughs> I don't really talk about current events on my pod, but um, I was reading an article about Elizabeth Holmes reporting to prison today. I'm recording this on May 30th, the day before it comes out. Um, she went to this prison. It's like 90 minutes outside of Houston. It's called FPC Bryan. So there's a little quote from an article about it. FPC, FPC Bryan's 655 inmates are required to work in the cafeteria or in a manufacturing facility where pay starts at $1.15 an hour. That's low. According to the prison's handbook. Before starting work at the factory, Ms. Holmes may take a test to assess her strengths in areas such as business, clerical, numerical, logic, mechanical, and social. Maybe keep her away from the business-oriented business, the business roles, guys. Um, inmates can also enroll in Learn Six Sigma training program in a Learn Six Sigma training program to learn about efficiency. <laughs> can you imagine being in a Six Sigma class with Elizabeth Holmes in prison? I would just raise my hand and be like, I'm just I'm too distracted. That's Elizabeth Holmes. I can't I can't focus, dude. I'm not being efficient. Um, and then the prison's handbook says we try to help our ladies obtain work in the factory, which focuses on their strengths, so they may develop additional I'm uh, sorry additional marketable skills. So that's nice that they do that, you know. I mean, I think of all out of all the prison scenarios, minimum security women's is probably amongst the nicer ones. I wonder where, where uh, Martha Stewart went. Dude, Elizabeth Holmes and Martha Stewart in 11 years and three months when she gets out should start a podcast together. 
the X-Con pod, the X-Con lady pod. That'd be sick. That'd be a fucking hit, dude. That would dominate society, would it? In 11 years, people are like not even going to remember who she is. Isn't that kind of sad? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Is this content? It's content. If you don't want to see me dancing with somebody, I was listening to, uh, I was watching a Dua Lipa video. <laughs> I think it was New Rules. Yeah, New Rules and Don't Start Now. I've noticed a common theme in her songs. It's like pride in the face of indignity. And, and like the guy in Don't Start Now. <laughs> By the way, I made my mom dance with me to a live version of Don't Start Now at my cousin's wedding. And I was explaining to her the plot. The plot is great. You know, she dates this guy. He screws her over. And now she's in a nightclub dancing with somebody else. And then he comes back to try to win her back. She's like, don't start now, dude. She goes, walk away. You know how. Oh, dude. There's nothing better and more satisfying in songs than uh, women burning dudes. <laughs> They're so good at it. <laughs> like Billie Eilish burns some guy. No, Lily Allen burns this guy about like coming too soon in one of her songs. Fucking great, dude. <laughs> New rules. Same thing. Yeah. Anyways, that's fun. I like Dua Lipa. I can't wait for her new album to come out. Her new boyfriend looks like a dork, dude. It's like, come on, what are you doing? Let's 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 remedy this wrong, my love, my love. Well, there you go. A uh, another th- episode three hundred and ten or something like that of the Danny Palmer Show podcast. Three years and running, you know. Who knew? Who knew that uh, three years ago when Zach and I started to talk about space? What the fuck, dude? I mean, I think we all knew that, that partnership was going to dissolve pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully this is good content. I don't fucking know. Come out to see me every uh, Friday night, Black Hat LES, if you're in New York City. New York City, Pace County. Uh, 9 o'clock, 172 Rivington. And, uh, yeah, I'm in New York Comic Club this weekend. Also, in a couple weeks, um, opening for Julio in fucking Raleigh. Good night. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't look that up. The Good Night Club in Raleigh. And then Zany's in Nashville. It's three nights in a row, which is fucking crazy. Okay, I hit stop and got my shit together. June 13th, Tuesday night, good nights in Raleigh, opening for Julia Galarotti. The next night, we're flying to Nashville, doing Zanies in Nashville. I've heard nothing but great things about Zanies and the entire city of Nashville, and I've never been. Couldn't be more excited. And then on Thursday, Atlanta Punchline. That's sick. That's super sick, dude. And me and Julia, or Julia's making like this promo video that's coming out soon. So I'll try to... uh Put a link to that in the show episode notes and that comes out for like next week or something. But um, yeah, anyways, okay, fucking wrap up your podcast and come give me a massage and stop staring at a wall and talking into a microphone, you fucking loser. Honey, you know, can you just be a little bit nicer? No, I can't. Not till you stop being a dipshit. All right, fair. I love you. I love you too. All right. I feel like I did that joke twice. Sorry. Thanks for listening to the vainly titled Danny Palmer Show. And, uh, Let's call it a fucking... Yeah, dude. Yeah.